Hey, Halation family, it is your host and steward of Halation Lives, Devarusha. I am thrilled that you have joined us for our final episode, us meaning me and God, us meaning me and the Lord. On So this is episode 10, He is our rock, and this has been an incredible season. Aw, season 5 has been so awe-inspiring. I came expectant. I pray you did also. I'm excited to share with you how the Lord revealed, expressed himself. That's also how I like to say it um, for me to um, understand how he is a rock and how that is actually what he is. And then there's all these other uh, characteristic attributes, characteristics and attributes that flow, basically flow from that, like that God is our firm foundation, God is our Lord, and then he glorifies himself through being our Jehovah Jireh. As long as we continue to place our trust in him as our rock, as our foundation, as our Lord, he presents himself or glorifies himself in our lives as our provider, our Jehovah Jireh, our savior, our redeemer, and all the other ways he is to us. There's just so much more to share, but before we begin, I want to start with prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you, Lord Jesus, for the listener. I pray, Lord God, that you share with them a specific message that they need uh, in this specific stage of their life, Lord God. I pray over myself that nothing that is not of your Holy Spirit enter out through my mouth. May it only things that are of good report and that are praiseworthy be spoken. In Jesus' almighty name I pray, amen. So now I'm going to share the scripture that was um, the where I felt the Lord really spoke to me about how he is our rock, our firm foundation, our savior, our, our Lord, right? And savior, but our Lord, he, he is the ruler, creator of all things. So from that, that he is a rock. He also, once we place our trust in him, that he is our rock, our firm foundation, he is able to glorify himself through our lives more and more as Jehovah Jireh, as our Redeemer, as our Rescuer, as our Refuge, and all of the other attributes and characteristics that is our God. So Psalms 36, excuse me, (laughs) Psalms 62, 1 to 2. God, and this is in the message translation. I'm going to actually... use the same scripture and kind of just bounce between a different couple of different translations. Um, I haven't actually done that in a long time. And I believe for me and how I interpret the Lord's word, it's helped me to interpret it correctly. So I like reading the message translation because it does, it's a little bit more broken down. It is uh, in plain English. I would say you could describe it as that. So it says, God, the one and only, okay, one God, I'll wait as long as he says, everything I need comes from him. So why not? 
He's solid rock under my feet, breathing room for my soul. And impregnable, it's a word. Basically, it's you can't, it's so I did look it up because <laughs> so I was like, am I saying this right? Unable to be captured or broken into. So he is an un, impregnable castle. So you cannot infiltrate the Lord. I'm set for life. And I'm going to change it over to my favorite passion translation, which doesn't say rock. It doesn't describe him, does not describe the Lord as rock, but it does describe him in other ways that he has been in our lives, right? I stand silently to listen for the one I love. Don't you love the Passion Translation? It's so poetic. I love it. Just warms my heart. Waiting as long as it takes for the Lord to rescue me. See, he's our rescuer. For God alone has become my savior. I just love the word of God. Thank you, Jesus. Because it's just like, okay, now, again, um, the Amplified Version, this is like a shorter. For God alone, my soul waits in silence. So this is like, you're putting all of your trust, all your eggs in one basket with God. So you're just, I wait in silence. I wait as long as it takes. That's, that takes huge restraint, obedience, and trust in God. And that when we actively live out scripture, we are putting our trust in the Lord as our rock and firm foundation. And then he is able to glorify himself. From him comes my salvation, is the rest of the scripture. From him comes my salvation. From nothing else, nothing else can save me. Nothing else can do what he does. Only him. And then the ESV says it in the same way. So I love just going through and then the NIV. Um, So he is our rest. Truly, my soul finds rest in God. So this is NIV. My salvation comes from him. So... The rock that is our Lord comes from our trust. He can't be our rock if we don't trust in him. If we don't silence. When is the last time you sat in absolute silence in the presence of God? Life gets busy. Life gets... He can't be our rock if we're not making... If we're not having him as that, creating him in our lives as such, or allowing room, time, and space for him to create himself in that that way in our lives, because he has to do it. We have to, our part is surrender. Our part is surrender. And then from... From our surrender and full obedience to his precepts comes all of the rest of God, right? Like we 
withhold or with, how do I say this? We can resist the glory of God in our life by not being fully obedient. This was one thing because I feel at times our words and thoughts, right? And our actions, but I pray that we're more in a place where it's it's not so much our actions that we're having to repent for, but our words and our thoughts before they become actions. That's a, that's a place that it took me quite a while to get to that place where I was like, okay, I'm no longer acting out sin, but I'm having it as a thought or a word first. And I'm able to repent and have that as a correct correcting moment, corrective moment. <laughs> and then, you know, that's when you see real growth. Okay, so I pray that that's where we're at. If you're not, hey, know that we've all been there, right? It took me, goodness, a, long, a, a minute, a few years, right? Um, and I had a lot of discipleship, a lot of discipleship and uh, counseling and books and Bible college and all the rest of it. So um, it's it's taken a lot of work. And so... One thing that helps me to be more in obedient, uh, to be more obedient to Christ, to God's word and actively live out scripture is when I come in agreement with say such uh, thoughts or words that are prideful, I'm actually, if we believe, okay, this is the first part. If we believe that the enemy, the devil is absolute evil, right? When I come in agreement with unforgiveness, for example, or pride, prideful thoughts, prideful words, I am coming in agreement with absolute evil. Now that right there, that shook me. And instead of going, okay, I love you God so much, Because unfortunately, this is the unfortunate part about it. Unfortunately, God, um, loving God is not enough. How do I, what do I mean by that? Hating sin is the second part. Loving God, I love you, God, is that's not enough, right? You have to love him with your mind. So with your thoughts your heart, so with your emotions, and you have to make a choice about, that's a choice, and your soul, like your every being, um, every part of your being has to love the Lord. But a part of that, for what helped or assist me in that is hating sin, and that is hating the enemy, and not wanting to come in agreement with anything that was obviously like absolute evil. And if we have that, like, okay, if I am choosing to be unforgiving or if I'm choosing to be prideful, I'm coming in agreement with absolute evil. And that like really took me to a place where I could be less at the ready to be okay it's like, okay, well, I'm having a hard time with forgiving this person or, well, I'm just 
you know, I need to process my prideful thoughts or process this prideful feeling. It It quickened my spirit more. I think that that's what I'm trying to convey. It quickened my spirit to obey the Lord. Psalm 92.15 in the ESV, I have it in the ESV, to declare that the Lord is upright. He is my rock and there is no unrighteousness in him. So knowing that, okay, even though I don't want to forgive this person, this person's awful. (laughs) Like, hey, real talk over here. This person's awful. I don't want to forgive them or like, I'm going to choose to forgive, but my feelings, every time I see them, I'm still going to be disgusted. Like (laughs) that's not true forgiveness, by the way. I just want to make sure I clarify that when you have, um, like disdain, like disinterest or awful, that's not forgiveness. Um, you can, it's okay to like, I don't appreciate that person so much, but you still have to love them and you still have to pray for them and bless them. Are we wanting to be more Christ-like or what? Like, (laughs) these are choices we have to make when we are, um, you know, prideful. It's, it's not, I'm going to go back to the, to the ESV. We are basically saying like, I'm okay with being unrighteous. Like, are we wanting to level up in this thing or are we okay with, you know, having the odd um, thing that, that keeps us from going into further places in our walk with God? So I'm going to share more <laughs> on the scripture. I'm going to change it to the Passion Translation. I'm getting a bit like hard on uh, us on this episode because... These are things that I don't really hear people saying enough. Like, it's non, like, I'm not with the nonsense. I'm not about it for myself. Like, hey, I wouldn't be talking like this on this podcast if this isn't how I honestly approach myself. Okay, so Psalm 92, 15, listen to them. With pleasure, they still proclaim, you're so good. You're my beautiful strength. You've never made a mistake with me. So this is a, a song for the day of worship. And it just, and this is, this is an amplified version. Okay. They are living memorials to declare that the Lord is upright and faithful to his promises. He is my rock there is no unrighteousness in him. So when we allow God to be our rock, because that's, that's a part of it. Like you, you're trusting, putting your trust in God is allow. It's, it's like opening that door. It's like, how could you say? Giving him the keys. Okay. Instead of taking the keys, having control over the doors of our lives, you're giving the Lord, and that's free will. God's given us free will to do that. 
I think God can just do it if he wants. He can take the keys. He, he made the keys. He is the key, right? <laughs> like, But he allows us to have that free will. He wants relationship. So there's an allowance of that where we have to give it over. We have to surrender. Okay. Um, we're saying, I know that there's no unrighteousness in God by putting our trust in the Lord as our rock. We're saying... I know there's no unrighteousness with you. I can trust you. And I am going to actively live out your word. Though it does not make sense to me. Though I feel like at times I'm going to say this. God, I don't feel that you have avenged me in this situation. Okay. Because we've all been, we've all had times where we have been betrayed, people have been not unkind, hurtful, etc. towards us. And I've gone, I don't feel that you have avenged me in this way. And I question the goodness of God. I question his righteousness. Like, okay, are you defending me? Like, where are you? And that's to want to have to want, I'm going to forgive Lord, but I also want you to avenge me. <laughs> that is pride. And it took me a long time. Like, shouldn't I want to have like the Lord avenge me? Why is that bad? You know, no, he is our rock. He is righteous. So when, so, and he is, he is the only worthy one. He's the only, he only he is good. So instead of saying, God, I want you to avenge me or God, I want you to do this in my finances. God, it's just God, your will. I'm going to forgive. I'm going to do my part. And then your will, whatever you will have be done. That's you are righteous. There is no unrighteousness in you, God. You are my rock. I'm putting my full trust in you. Now, hey, still be angry. Still frustrate your, you know, be frustrated <laughs> in your time with the Lord. He wants to, don't hide anything from God is what I'm trying to say. Don't hide any emotion from the Lord. Express yourself <laughs> to him. If anything, we should be doing more of that to avoid any Uh, an amazing book that I wrote, uh, that I wrote, <laughs> that I read um, called Fortitude. Um, and I forget the author. Dan, what was his last name? I'll think of it. He wrote a book called Fortitude. And he said, like, releasing the valve. Because you don't want to implode and become, like, you know, so, you know, lock yourself away and isolate and you don't want to explode right you don't want to have these like passive aggressive explosions where you just like lash out and you don't know how to properly communicate your feelings you want to release the valve with god or a counselor right is another way so releasing the valve and then this is also allowing god to be your rock because if you're expressing yourself to the lord and putting your trust in him he is able to glorify himself more in who you are as a as his son or daughter. 
right? That's what I see and hear in this scripture about how they are living memorials. They are having God glorify. Listen to them. With pleasure they still proclaim, you're so good, you're my beautiful strength. You've never made a mistake with me. Did they feel that way? Did they always think that? You know? The Psalms are David, mostly David is the author. There's some other unknown um, writers, but it's mostly David. And I can guarantee, well, yeah, I'm going to say this, (laughs) guarantee that the the characters in the Bible, right, the people who wrote, God breathed, right, God breathed into them what to write and how to write it. But these humans, like you and I, did not always feel this way. They still declared that God was good. So it's supposed to, it's God's words is for correction, for teaching, for rebuking, right? So it rebuked me to be like, you, girl, you better <laughs> declare that the Lord is good and that he is your end continuously placing God as the rock. I I put myself as a rock. And what do I do? I crumble. When I put myself as a rock of my life, I am the rock or something else. Heaven forbid. Uh, um, manna, a man of God that's not righteous. <laughs> what's going what's gonna to happen? And so we have to only have God as our rock. And and. Therefore, and as we, right, therefore he will glorify himself in all the other ways that he is, right? His, as provider, as rescuer, as savior, as redeemer, as refuge. And I had this conversation today and I said, this is a beautiful thing about marriages that have Christ in the center. When one falls, the other one is in going to fall into despair because Christ is the only goodness, right? God, Christ is, Christ is their firm foundation. So when their spouse does something, yes, they, they will still have all of the emotions that come with it, but they're not going to be devastated, right? And so when, when we feel that way, thank you, Jesus, there's a really good indication because how, how much am I putting my trust in the Lord in my life so that he can be glorified as my rock? Thank you, Lord God, that you are our rock, that you are our savior, and that you are the only one. Have Holy Spirit revealed to us when we do not place you as our rock and firm foundation. Keep us alert and ready at all times to be aware when we are not putting our trust in you, but only putting our trust in something else. In Jesus' almighty name, I pray. Amen. Well, thank you so much for joining me 
on our final episode of Helician Lives Season 5. I'll be off for two weeks and then we'll be starting right back up again. Keep the Lord as your rock and be ever vigilant and ready to be alerted by the Spirit of God when He is not. And when you are not, me also, hey, me included, it's Holy Spirit revealed to me when you're not being put in a place of, of power, right? All power and glory is to God forever and ever. Amen. That is not just a scripture to be read flippantly, but a scripture to be lived out. How are we living out that scripture? So pray that you have a blessed rest of your time. Thank you so much for joining. (laughs) Until next time, keep your eyes out for the updates on our next season, on our page at Halation Lives, and then also on my personal Instagram at Devarusha. If you have any questions, concerns, or prayer requests, I will be happy to answer them and assist where I can. Until next time, God bless.